Hello football fans, welcome back to another video. This is the biggest game of the FA Cup weekend and I'm going to preview it in incredible detail and I'm going to put together three slips for you to follow along with and hopefully um, if you are excited about this game like I am, leave a comment, let us all know your predictions and your thoughts for this game as I talk through the data. What do you agree with? What do you not agree with? Who do you think is going to have a shot on target? Card? How many goals? BTTS? how many goals in each half. We're going to take a look at all of that powered by Odalert. So let's jump into the fixture. So we're taking a look at the last 25 games, which you can do for cup games. You can do for any game actually on Odalerts. And um, let's take a look at the goals first. So in terms of actual goals in the games, whether it's scored or conceded, it is quite close for both of these teams, 3.6 and 3.7 um, for Manchester City. We'll start by just looking at the results and we'll start with Spurs so one defeat since the 10th of December and to be honest with the injuries the suspensions and the players that they've had away um, on international duty now at the start of the year this is actually pretty good you would say away at Brighton tricky place to go across the last 12-18 months um, the one thing I would say here as well which stands out is that they are scoring two or more goals quite consistently Spurs it is actually two or more goals in nine of the last 10 games for Spurs. So despite not having Son, despite uh, Richarlison even being out, Kulisevsky being out last week as well, they are still continuing to score goals. And for Manchester City, we know they can score goals. Their last game was on the 13th of January, so they will be well-rested for this one, unfortunately, for Spurs. And um, the bookmakers, I know that they are favouring Man City. I just think that I would give a bit, bit of a better chance to Spurs, um, given how they've been scoring recently. And City, away from home this season, they've conceded in the last two games. Um, and to be honest, they've conceded in five of the last six away games. So keep that in mind uh, when we do go to make our predictions for this one. And in terms of the head-to-head, -head, we had a 3-3 in December. Uh, Kulosevsky getting a, a late equaliser in that game, wasn't it? And uh, Spurs beating City before that, and then Man City 4-2 in 2023. So three games between these teams last year. Now Spurs, despite all this rotation and injuries and never having that sort of midfield that Ange, I think, would want to have week in, week out, which is probably a mix of Saar, Bentinker, Kulisevsky, Madison, you know, um, Bissouma at the start of the season was very good, but I think he did drop off a little bit and he's got to sort out his discipline as well. Far too many bookings in the first half of the season. But Madison coming back into that team, he scored three goals and created six in his first 12 games for Spurs. He hit the ground running hard and then he got injured and there was a drop-off in the sort of fluidity of the team, um, the, the way they would move the ball. I think they've had to adapt, that they've, they've been working more on wing play, it seems, in his absence. Um, certainly getting crosses in from, from wide angles and having Richarlison make that run or whoever make that run across the near post. That There's been sort of consistent patterns that might change now that Madison is back because a lot of the good stuff happened in the middle. But if you take Benton Kerr away and you take James Madison away, um, it, it's going to be a bit more difficult. Now, the biggest difference between the team that we'll see tonight and the 3-3 game there at the Etihad um, is that the defence will be different. Um, ben Davies and Emerson Royale played as a centre-back pairing, whereas tonight it will be Romero and Van der Ven, you would imagine. So for Spurs to actually get a point at the Etihad with that defence is quite good 
to be fair. Um, so what can they do tonight in front of their own fans? I give them certainly more of a chance than the bookmakers do. 1.7 for Man City to win this game. So that's not to progress. That is to win the game. Let's jump over to Bet365 now and take a look at some of the markets. Now, you might want to keep your eye on this as the day progresses if you're watching this on Friday because I do fancy Madison and I thought I'd be able to get a little bit more value because they would offer slightly better odds because they know about his injury that he might not start but they're not even offering Madison and they're not even offering Kevin De, Kevin De Bruyne um, for this game as well Bernardo Silva shot on target is not a bad one um, he's chipped in with a few goals recently he'll be buzzing about it's I just think De Bruyne starting you're more likely for someone like Doku or Foden to have a shot on target because I think if De Bruyne starts he can really exploit that space in behind the high line for Spurs and um yeah, Van der Ven, he's very, very quick, but there's going to be, you know, there's going to be some races between him and I, I would imagine Doku um, and the bookies would imagine um, Alvarez as well, 1.22 there, him to play as a number nine, as uh, Haaland, I imagine, is still absent. Now we'll jump back to the timings tab and uh, take a look at this. Half with most goals away from home across the last 25 games, um, 80% of games for Man City have seen more goals being scored in the second half. That's pretty interesting. But on the flip side of that, home games for Spurs, they've scored in 75%. Um, so I just think everything points towards goals in this one, doesn't it? If we look at the goals conceded as well, um, they've both conceded average, on average over one goal per game, home and away. And they're both scoring over two goals per game on average. And certainly, as we saw before, um, Spurs have scored two or more. Just want to hit home that fact because it is quite impressive given that they've rotated and given that um, they've had injuries to key players. Those key players are coming back now. So I think they're only going to improve Spurs. And improving on scoring two or more is a pretty exciting proposition for Spurs fans and a pretty scary proposition for the opponents. And... Um, yeah, I think they got the 3-3 draw previously when they had a, a shaky defence. And I think they will really cause issues for Man City tonight. So again, let's jump back to Bet365 and I'll put together a little bit of a bet slip for this game. And at any time in the video as well, let me know what you think. Um, do you agree with this analysis, the, the, the potential slip that I'm about to put together? Um, my thoughts in general, what are yours? Let us all know in the comments. And I've got to caveat all of that by saying this is the FA Cup. Anything can happen. This is football, of course. We're just working with improbabilities, to be honest. Um, I'm just giving you mine. Uh, the bookmakers give you theirs in, in the form of odds. And as I say on most of these videos, it's important that you understand that and you're able to convert odds to probability just so you get a sense of what the bookmakers are feeling. It's, it's a, a confidence gauge on their end. And that's why people stress shopping around for different odds because you're not just shopping for the best odds you're looking at what the confidence mood is across the bookmakers. That's the best way I can explain it, to be honest. So as I said before, I would like to see Madison in this list. I would like to see Kevin De Bruyne in this list. The fact that they don't annoys me, um, and it's completely intentional from then. Of course it is. If we go to players, do they um, have more outside of the, the bet builder options? Sometimes they do. So as I said, it's completely intentional that they leave players off certain lists. So players shot on target... No uh, Madison, so you might think, oh, they're just excluding him because he's been injured. They're excluding him from everything. Well, no, they're not, because you can have him to get booked. Um, now, why can you have him to get a booking but not have a shot on target? Phil Foden is a good option, as is Jeremy Doku, but I'm not, I'm not too keen on the odds, to be honest. As far as the other options go, Brennan Johnson, not 
100% sure if he will start with Kulisevsky coming back. Um, Richarlison at 1.72 isn't bad, to be fair. He's probably going to be leading the line. Kulisevsky, 2.37. I do like that. Just um, a pure gut feeling. He's got a good record against Manchester City. As I said, he scored the equaliser in the in the previous game. But he's um, when he was playing with Harry Kane when he first signed as well, there was that 3-2 game at the Etihad where he was sensational. Um, him him, Kane and Son, and uh, without Son in this game, it's going to be up to players like him to step up. He was out for the Man United game, but it wasn't an injury. He was uh, he was sick. He was uh, recovering from a virus, I think it was. So now he's back in the team. Udogi potentially as well, you know. Um, City leave gaps. City leave gaps and Spurs leave gaps. And, and in similar areas as well. So I think there's going to be quite a lot of uh, turnovers in transitions. Uh, quickly, quick attacks, getting the ball forward. It's a shame that... Um, Haaland isn't available for City because I think he would really relish this kind of game, that kind of foot race um, against Van der Ven and um, getting that extra yard because the high line, It's that's why I think De Bruyne will play because he's going to be able to exploit it really quickly and um, City do have pace in behind. Okay, so I've put together a slip based on um, some of the things I've said and some of the things I've um, looked at. Dejan Kulisevsky, shot on target. He's got a great record against City um, in recent years. And I expect him to come straight back into this team. You, you could potentially see a midfield of um, Benton Kerr, Madison, Kulisevsky, which would be very, very um, expansive. It might leave Kul uh, might leave um, Benton Kerr on his own, isolated at, at times. So that could be something to watch out for. Um, and then BTTS, yes. And City to score in the second half. We saw that they have done most of their damage in the second 45 minutes away from home and um, the half with most goal goals uh, pardon me has landed in 80% was it of their away games across the last 25 so that is fours that's the first one we will do so save that clip it whatever um, maybe you can shop around for better odds um, so this is the first slip I'm going to put together another one because I've just had a little bit of a, an idea as well so my second slip looks like this double chance spurs or draw I just think at 1.7 for city win I just think the bookies are underestimating, potentially, in my eyes, Tottenham. Like, there is definitely a world where Tottenham can beat City. Um, you've got to play with the courage that Spurs do to beat this City team sometimes. And it's these kind of teams that often do cause many, many problems for Man City because they're not afraid to attack. They're not afraid to get players um, in numbers in dangerous areas because City do leave spaces, as do Spurs. So I think there will be maybe two or more goals in this game, but I'm going to go with Spurs or draw and over 9.5 shots for Tottenham. Now, they're averaging 17 shots per home game, Spurs. I think City are averaging 19 away from home. And again, this is across that last 25 game period. Um, so... 17 shots and you can see this one being quite an open game I, I just don't think Spurs are going to sit back I think they're going to take this game to City and I think they're capable of doing it they'll want to get a lead because as Ange gets this team back he was very good at the start of the season of getting that lead in games and protecting it um, there was a few instances away from home where they went 2-0 up I think one might have been against United one was at Bournemouth where it was a narrow win as well um, maybe Brentford or something and they just protected the game and they just killed the game. Now, that's harder to do against City, of course, but I still think that's the approach for, for, for Ange and for Spurs. He wants to just go and win games and play beautiful football and exciting football. He wants to excite the fans in the stadium and the people watching around the world. 
And just based on everything I've seen of these two teams this season, and of course City with De Bruyne back can never be written off and the, the break that they've had in, in Dubai um, or wherever it is these teams go, you, you should never write them off. They are, they are the holders of the FA Cup after all. But Tottenham as well will be desperate for a trophy under Ange um, for any trophy, let's be honest. Um, so I think Tottenham or draw and over 9.5 shots for Tottenham at threes. That is my second slip. So let me know what you think. I didn't touch cards in this game because Paul Tierney is on the lower side of the, the averages um, amongst the Premier League referees this season. He's got a couple of red cards in there. Um, I, I do think in the second half there will be cards in this game, as there is in many games, of course. But this being an FA Cup game, uh, a knockout game, players will be more willing to um, take a card. So you might want to take a look at the uh, player stats. I'll show you some lists now and uh, maybe put on a, a booking for a player or something. Udogi for me is probably a good one. So to end the video then, we will take a look at those player stats and this is on the uh, players page. So oddlots.com slash players and then just go to the uh, Premier League or you can use the player search tool as well. Uh, but this one is just list based so it's a bit easier for video. So goals scored, 12 for Hyun Ming Son and um, in terms of let's go for shots on target you've got Son at the top Richarlison is there as well he was 1.72 wasn't he for a shot on target so 1.42 per game let's have a look at if we can uh, put something together here which is a player specific bet so we will say player shots on target Richarlison 1.72 I think he'll start um, but they'll they'll void it if he doesn't won't they and then if we go for fouls as well in fact what's Udogi because he does commit fouls. He's had a few games without a card now. He's had about four or five games without a card. I think he's adapted his game a little bit. Um, he was quite a bit of a gung-ho wing-back in the early days of the season. But he is coming infield more now. Now, again, we have to wait and see how this team adapts with Madison back in. Udogi comes inside because of Madison's absence, I feel. Um, because he was taking up some of the spaces that Madison would find himself in for sure. So, just... Bear that in mind when you're thinking about how these players might play. Um, if it means that Udogi is becoming more of a traditional wing-back in the sense of you know overlaps and getting to the byline, then I think fouls potentially would, would be on the menu again and cards as well. So for Udogi to commit a foul, it takes this from 1.72 to evens. Not worth it for me. Um, Richarlison for a shot and a foul. I mean, it's happened before, hasn't it? Um, what I'm going to do is go straight for the cards and I am going to go Udogi. And uh, again, yeah, it's it's based on what I said before. I think if Madison comes in and that midfield is more complete, he becomes more of a, a, a wide wing back as he was at times at the start of the season. And in that role, he has to get up and he has to get back. And uh, in doing so, he might commit some tactical fouls. It's a knockout game. So certainly in the second half, if someone's going through or there's potential for an attack, there will be a lot of tactical fouls. So um, yeah, even though Paul Tierney is on the lower side for the averages in terms of the Premier League referees, um, I believe we will see cards in the second half. So that could be something you want to add to your bet builder. So here is my third and final slip. Richarlison shot on target. Udogi to be booked. 5.87. And that is that. Thank you for watching. Let me know what you think about this game in the comments. What are you on for this game? Who do you think is going to have a shot on target? And what are your thoughts as well? When Bet365 simply don't offer Madison or De Bruyne, does it annoy you like it annoys me? Because it just really frustrates me. But, you know, it's, it's also not surprising, is it? Bookmakers, they're just... Am I right? <laughs>